We begin today's meditation with a few sipping exercises to remind us a little treat can go a long way. So pick up your McCafe iced coffees, close your eyes, and deep sip in. And deep satisfaction out. <sighs> Take a treat retreat at McDonald's. Right now, get a McCafe iced coffee in any size and any flavor for just 99 cents until 11 a.m. Price of participation may vary. Queen's Bishop 3, tonight's Rook 4. It's one more thing. Armstrong and Getty. One more thing. Welcome once again, everybody. It is the One More Thing podcast, Friday edition. That's why you're hearing my voice, me. It's your friend, your pal, your buddy, Positive Sean, Jack and Joe, already getting their weekends underway, as uh, I will be doing uh, shortly as well. I hope you are finding the the end of the longest week of all time uh, to be... uh, you know, a relief of sorts or, or you know, it's the, uh, the election week. And, and I'm going to I'm going to share some some brief election thoughts at the uh, at the end of this. Um, but first, I want to talk to you about the uh, what I often talk about. The, what am I watching this week? It's the, the show of the week for me. It's, uh, it's something that I discovered since the last we spoke. Uh, I believe I am three episodes in so far on the queen's gambit uh this is a a show on netflix it is seven episodes long um starring anna taylor joy oh i'm sorry anya taylor joy there's a y snuck in that name right there it's it's uh it's easy to miss actually look at anya taylor joy has a y in all three of her names that's phenomenal if you ask me but uh it's a delightful show it's great it's about a a young chess prodigy in the 1960s not based on a true story this is a fictionalized tale uh she is a she is orphaned at a young age uh develops and finds a love for the game of chess and eventually turns that into a bit of a career and some childhood stardom and uh, you know the ramifications of that etc etc um it seems to be a show uh, um, as much about addiction as it is about chess and uh, and her story and I just think it's wonderful. I think it's really well done. Uh, some of the best cinematography work that I've seen on a, a series in quite some time. Uh, really do uh, enjoy kind of the the way they portray her working out the chess stuff in her head because she doesn't always have a chess board because she's an orphan. Resources are limited. Um, but it's a, it's a really fun show. Uh, but uh, don't have a ton more to say about it. Like I said, I'm only three episodes in. I don't really want to do any sort of uh, spoiler-style things but uh, i i give it my thumbs up i'm really enjoying it uh i will very likely finish this one by the end of the weekend um but i did want to talk about something that that uh, netflix is rolling out that i found rather interesting and that is they are uh there seems to be a certain segment of netflix customers who don't want to decide what to watch right they have a, a bit of the uh, the uh, decision paralyzation, right? The uh, too many things on the Netflix menu. I can't pick. What what am I going to do? So Netflix is. Uh, I believe they are testing this. Uh, it's not in America yet. Yeah, it's going to be tested in France later this month. They are testing a TV channel of scheduled programming on Netflix. So you can just go to your Netflix thing and they'll just have Netflix, the channel, and you just click on there and they will have pre-selected kind of a time that things uh, will air on that. So if you don't want to choose, you can just kind of let the algorithms. It's not even really an algorithm because I don't think it's going to be catered towards you just kind of on mass um, what it's going to be more of a vehicle of them pushing shows would be my guess. They'll debuting new things playing them out uh, in their 
uh, seemingly typical six to eight episode runs that a lot of these shows get, and then probably just replacing them with a, with a new thing as, as it goes on. Uh, but it's being tested in France later this month. Uh, Netflix says many viewers like the idea of programming that doesn't require them to choose what they are going to watch. This this seems to be one of the things that, uh, you know, is, is variety the spice of life or is it the crutch of the indecisive? I've never really been one who, who gets lost in the scrolling menus of Netflix. I can usually decide and, and pick something that I want uh, uh, pretty quickly. But I also don't really treat it as a browsing section right i i i generally go to the streaming things because i know there's something i want to watch or something that i need to finish watching um i don't know if there's a lot of people who actually just kind of blindly turn them on and say oh i wonder what's uh, gonna be trending today and uh, i could see how this might uh remove some of uh those decision paralyses that are made uh, for the, the Netflix viewers, and it'll be interesting to see if other streamers follow suit. As Netflix, uh, despite inroads being made by many other streaming networks, Netflix is still the king of that uh, segment, that block. Uh, it's going to be a while before people knock them off the corner. And with their new price uh, increase that they dropped on everybody in the middle of a pandemic, interesting timing, but sure, okay, I'm not canceling mine yet, so I guess they haven't gone too far. Um, at least for, for my individual uh, calculus on whether or not Netflix remains worth it. Um, it does for me. Uh, I watch it uh, fairly regularly and uh, just from the stand-up stuff that they have on there alone. It, it's hard for me to imagine losing it uh, in the near future. But uh, just a, a, I wanted to share a couple thoughts with you on uh, election stuff and most notably uh, not looking backwards, but looking forwards, right? The uh, the windshield is bigger than the rearview mirror for a reason. It is much more important to kind of be be focused on your next steps while not ignoring what has happened behind you, but uh, I, I'm much more interested in going forward. And I hope that with uh, the removal of Donald Trump, um, everybody's rhetoric gets, uh, gets brought back a little bit. And um, I... I I hope this doesn't come across as condescending. Uh, it's not how it is intended, but I'm sure uh, this will manage to piss off a certain amount of people. But uh, I just want to offer an apology to uh, my conservative friends. I'm sorry your party got hijacked by somebody who I consider to be not a champion of your ideals and someone who was more of a uh, uh, an, uh, an imposter, to use the, the phrase from the Among Us game that, uh, that I'm very fond of. Uh, he, he infiltrated the party. Um, he he was not a good faith champion of the ideals of the conservative party, at least not as how I understand them to be. And I'm not even really a, a Democrat. I, I, I certainly appear that way um, based off of uh, comparison of, of Jack and Joe, right? I'm, I'm clearly more left than they are. But I'm much more a, a uh, political free agent. Tell me, tell me the issue and I'm willing to have a discussion on it and I'm probably all over the board. Uh, politically bent depending on the issue, although most likely leaning towards the left end of the spectrum, but I just don't really like the idea of party politics. So I am not one who is looking to to dance on the graves of conservatives who, who felt they were in an impossible uh, Sophie's choice between Trump and Hillary Clinton. You know, uh, maybe you held your nose and you voted for him, hoping for best case scenario stuff that, in my opinion, didn't really come out there. 
But I, I think that this opens up an opportunity for better discussions going forward. When, when he was first elected in 2016, one of my initial tweets was, we need to be better at having conversations with people we disagree with. And it's not just strangers on the internet that we disagree with, right? I've, I've heard uh, from my friends uh, how sometimes they have difficulty talking with their family members. And that, that really does make me sad. Um, uh, you know, f- politics getting in the way of these sort of things. But I think if we all just take a deep breath and uh, and, and one side, you know, maybe maybe fewer calling uh, people on one side Nazis and fewer calling the other people on the other side uh, communists. And uh, and maybe we can actually realize that um, there's not as big of a divide between uh, or, or maybe there's just a, a greater area of compromise available to us when we all just kind of dial back the rhetoric, rhetoric a little bit. That could just be uh, the naive wishings of a, uh, of a young fool. I'm not even really that young anymore, but um, I, I think it would be great if uh, in some ways we could uh, have conversations with people we disagree with without the ad hominem, the, the, the personal attacks, right? The, the name calling um, and, uh, you know, rhetorical flourishes on Twitter aside, I'm mainly talking about real life conversations with people in your life who you may uh, find yourself on different sides of a political issue with. Uh, that's OK. That's great. Uh, you know, marketplace of ideas, et cetera, et cetera. I, I like when ideas collide into one another. And uh, oftentimes that leads to a a a better idea on the other end of that for all as we realize, oh yeah, maybe we're, we're alike here, we're alike here, and then maybe we can compromise on this other thing here where we were a little bit apart, but we'll, we'll meet in the middle here. Um, my, uh, my foolish naivete uh, makes me uh, hope slash think that now that uh, Trump is gone, uh, those sort of conversations will be much easier to have um, and even much more feasible to have. Because when, uh, when Trump was involved, it was very hard to not have every conversation about important issues be dragged down into conversations about Trump and his behavior. So uh, I'll, I'll leave it at that. I don't really want to go too long on the uh, on this uh, good looking Friday into uh, what I think is a a, a hopeful uh, country going forward. But I can understand how some people may have more uh, skeptical uh, a view of things going forward. But uh, I, I remain positive. It's in my name. I'm positive, Sean. It's, I got no choice. It's, I got to stay on brand. Uh, but until then, uh, I hope everybody. Well. Let me, let me do the sign out right. Until next time, everybody, have a good time. Well, I guess that's it. We begin today's meditation with a few sipping exercises to remind us a little treat can go a long way. So pick up your McCafe iced coffees, close your eyes, and deep sip in. And deep satisfaction out. Ah. <sighs> Take a treat retreat at McDonald's. Right now, get a McCafe iced coffee in any size and any flavor for just 99 cents until 11 a.m. Price of participation may vary.